Welcome to Crazy Good Talks with Deirdre Van Nest. In this podcast, we help growth-oriented financial advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts stand out and own the room every time they speak. Deirdre will empower you to grab and keep the attention of any audience, live or virtual, make emotional connections with your listeners, and inspire them to take action. Join us on this journey where Deirdre will empower you to become a more confident presenter and knock it out of the park when you speak. Deirdre, we were talking before the show, and you said recently a friend asked you a really great question about speaking. What was it? Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But first, I do want to do a listener shout out. This is to show me the money. I love that. (laughs) Um, And show me the money says this is awesome information. I've heard about crazy good talks. And now I get to hear Deirdre talk about it. I'm looking forward to your next episode. Thank you so much. Show me the money. I'm excited um, that you are listening to the episodes. And thank you so much for taking the time to rate this podcast and leave a review. I would appreciate if uh, if you're listening today, if if you do the same, Uh, it helps more people learn about us. And one of my missions is to help as many people as possible. All right. So let's talk about the question. I was at a conference, actually, Patrice, my first Mm -hmm. in-person conference. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Were there a lot of people? Were there a lot of people there? You know what? There were. There were about 700 people. Whoa. And um, they did this really cool thing. So I was wondering how they were going to handle this. Um, When you came in and you checked in, you got a there was three different lanyard choices. So a green meant I'm totally fine with like shaking hands or, you know, talking to people like mm-hmm. at a, you know, kind of closer level. Uh, yellow meant I, I totally want to, you know, say hi and, 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 and talk and I'll fist bump you, but I don't want to get too close and I definitely don't want to shake hands. And then red meant I'm here. I'm happy to be here, but I'll kind of like wave from you, wave to you. You know what I mean? Oh, from from oh, way oh. outside the circle. And I thought that was a really great way. Yes. Right? To the awkwardness. It takes away that. The awkwardness. It take, like, you don't have yeah. to be like, oh, what, what do you think? What do you feel? And then what I really loved about it was the MC, um, because more people were choosing green and yellow. And the MC said, you know what? Let's give the Reds a round of applause because this might have been really hard for them to do. Nice. And I thought that was fabulous because those people who are Reds then didn't feel like judged or weird. Does right. that make sense? Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It was cool to be with people. And I actually have another one, my second one coming up next week. So uh, it's kind of back on the road time. Oh, are you looking forward? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to the energy of being with people. I do love that. I love the audience interaction, the questions. Um, No, from the sense of, uh, you know, I just, I like being home with my family, right? And I I like that. I have a great community of friends. And so, you know, traveling is... um, Traveling's traveling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So um, it's, I'm sure I'll get back into it. I, it, I think it's just going to take some time of having this new normal and this new routine where I'm home right. and jumping back into the travel again. And, and I'm, I'm sure that will, will come, especially as I spend more and more time with audiences, yeah. which I do love. All yeah. right. Let's talk about this really great question from your friend. Okay. So this was a great question. So we're sitting there at the table and uh, he looks at me and we're talking about like talking about what I do and what he does. And he goes, so, so dear Joe, tell me the difference between a good speaker and a crazy good speaker. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, this, this I say your... this thing, be a, I say this thing, be a crazy good speaker, but well, what does that actually mean? And are there things you can do 
to become a crazy good speaker? So the answer is yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I want to give you, there's a lot of smaller things, obviously, right? There's a lot of things we talk about in the Crazy Good Talks blueprint. But I want to give you at a high level mm-hmm. four differences, key differences between being a good speaker and a crazy good speaker. So let me take you back to the beginning when I started as a speaker. And so if we go back, we are in about 2008 right now. This is the point in time, Patrice, I talked about this on episode two, I believe it was one or two, but I think it was two, where I am terrified to speak. Mm-hmm. And everyone's telling me to get out there and do it. And I'm also coaching people on their fears and their mindset. And I'm like, I got to walk my talk, right? So I start getting out there speaking. I bought a book uh, to help me find a process and a system for creating my presentations. And then the author of the book, his name is Craig Valentine. I had him on episode nine, I believe it was. So he's amazing. Go back to that episode. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. And um he was doing an online course. So I'm reading the book. He's doing an online course. So I decide, well, yeah, I love this guy. He's really helping me. I'm going to take his online course. So I'm in the online course. And then he's having an in-person event in Vegas. And I'm thinking, oh, well, gosh, he's great in the book. He's great online. He's probably even better in person, right? (laughs) So I'm like a groupie now. I I will admit it. I'm a Craig groupie. So yeah, I go to Vegas. I go to this conference and I walk into his session and I sit in the front row. I'm raising my hand. I'm like a total geeked out brown-nosed groupie, right? Like, I'm sitting there in the front row. I'm raising my hand. He's asking us to do things. I'm doing stuff. I mean, I am all in Patrice. And, and I'm in this, and he created this amazing experience for us, right? Like, you, you felt sad. You felt happy. You were excited. You had revelations. And what was amazing about this was I walked in with the mindset of, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to see what he teaches me so I can be a better speaker. Right. Okay. And, and I walked out with, oh my gosh, I learned so much. And what I've realized, the difference between a good speaker and a crazy good speaker is not that I want to be better for me, but that I want to be better for my audience. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the shift totally, the, my, my focus totally shifted from me as a speaker being all about me and maybe some ego and some accomplishment to this is a responsibility, right? When you're a presenter, you are holding the space and the energy for five, 10, 100, 500, 5,000 people at a time. And people are choosing to take 15 minutes, an hour, a half a day, a full day of their life that they are never, ever going to get back. Time they could spend doing so many other things and they choose to spend it with me or with you. Mm -hmm. And so the difference between a good speaker is a good speaker, yeah, they want to be better, but a crazy good speaker knows it is their obligation as a presenter to be as good as they can possibly be so they can give as much as they possibly can. So it's always about being in service to your audience. So that's, that is number one. Number two, and we've talked about this before. And in fact, I believe as our last episode was all about scripting, mm-hmm. right? Do you script? Do you not script? So I'm not going to get into that now, but please go back and listen to that episode on scripting because that'll help you talk about, like, you'll get some information on specifics on scripting and outlining. But number two is actually having a process 
to create your messages and then to plan those messages, whether you script it or outline it, you want to have a process. So I'm, of course, partial to our process, the Crazy Good Talks Blueprint, right? But whether you work with us through our process or you have another resource, another uh, speaking coach or communication coach you work with, please craft your messages following a process, it's very hard. Like, like imagine an athlete, Patrice, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a top athlete. They all have coaches, right? They have a process that they follow. There's a set of techniques they follow in order to keep honing their skills and getting better. Right. They, don't just, they don't just get that way. They might have some natural ability, but in order to play at the highest level, they have coaching and they follow uh, a set of uh, a process or a set of in- instructions or ideas, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. It's the same thing for crazy good speakers. They take the time and they follow a process. Number three is, okay, you have your process. You're in the crazy good talks blueprint or you're in some other uh, communication program, right? And now you're sitting down and you're going to write your message. So whether this is a one minute uh, video or this is a one day workshop, you're sitting down to craft out the message, what a good speaker uh, will, will ask themselves, and they're good because they're willing to plan, right? They'll ask themselves some version of, well, what do I want to say? Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to think about what they want to say. And here's what I promise you. Nine times out of 10, if the planning question you ask yourself first is, what do I want to say? You will probably bore your audience. <laughs> <laughs> and a crazy good talks we're all about not boring people right and it's like one of my top values you won't be bored don't bore people okay so you're probably thinking well what on earth do you ask then because it's a very logical question is it not yes it is <laughs> right okay so this goes back to really wanting to serve your audience and every time you speak it's not about you it's about your audience so here's the opening planning question the first planning question that crazy good speakers ask themselves ready and here it is how do i want my listeners to feel think and act differently after hearing my message i'm gonna repeat it Because if you're not driving, I'm hoping you're writing this down. This is like, this is gold. This is such a key, crazy good speaker strategy, okay? You're sitting down, you're planning a social media post. You're sitting down, you're planning a uh, five-minute introduction at a client event that you're having. You're sitting down, you're preparing, you're a leader, you're preparing for a team meeting. You're sitting down and you're doing a full-on speech. Like whatever it is, the question you always want to ask yourself is, How do I want my listeners to feel, think, and act differently as a result of hearing my message? And then you're going to reverse engineer the entire message based on how you answered that question. That is a very direct question to yourself, though. That is a great map. Yes, Yes. So let me give an example. One of my keynotes that I've been doing that I started in the industry with is called Fire Your Fear. Okay. So let's say I'm creating the Fire Your Fear keynote. And this is me, you know, 12 years ago. I would ask myself that question. How do I want them to feel, think, and act differently after they hear my presentation? And so then it's just sort of like a brainstorm. You just kind of do a brain dump, right? And I think, okay, well, I want people to feel empowered. I want them to realize that fear does not have to control their life. 
So I want them to feel empowered. That's the feel. I want them to think, right? Realize Mm -hmm. that fear does not have to control their life. And I want them to do one scary thing every day so that they start expanding their comfort zone. That's what I want to happen. Wow. Yeah. Right? So now... Knowing that's what I want to happen, I've got to reverse engineer the presentation. And that means all of the content in the presentation has to lead them to that conclusion or that outcome. Mm -hmm. And then each point that I make is filled with activities, stories, and ideas that will elicit that type of result. Make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And do you feel the audience as you're speaking? Can you feel a difference from them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is why people are locked. Part of why. I mean, there's other strategies, right? There's a lot you have to do within the points. But this is why people are locked and loaded and engaged. So should I go on to number four? Oh, I'm just like, I'm thinking of processing. Yeah, I'm thinking of people in the audience and how how their faces must just change as they respond to what you're saying. It's got to be. It's got to be invigorating, if nothing else. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is, yes, absolutely. Like for me, getting up in front of people, whether it's virtually or in person and knowing that you have some message that could help change their lives, even if it's just something small. Oh my gosh, there's nothing better. But then I suppose you don't just get up there and do it. You practice, 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 right? Well, how did you know that was number four? Because I don't think you're looking at what I'm looking at. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Number four is practice, practice, practice. So what does that mean? It means two things. It means one, practice by yourself, in front of friends, family, whatever you have to do. Practice your speech, your messages, you know, over and over again until they're internalized. Again, we went over this in the last episode um, about scripting. So listen to that episode for more, please. But make sure you practice. And then this is going to sound kind of weird. So let me say it and then I'll go back to it. And then you want Stage time, stage time, stage time. You want to be on that stage, virtual or or live, as much as possible. Now, what's odd about this is you want to practice, okay? But one of the only ways you're actually going to get better is being alive in front of people. And I think the best thing I can think about is my slide designer, David Goldman, who's amazing, by the way. If you need, like, amazing slides, re- reach out to us. I'll, I'll hook you up. But he used to be a stand-up comedian. And he, like, performed on oh. Patrice with Seinfeld and Letterman and, like, like big dude, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, very successful. And so he said the way that you actually get good at stand-up is you have to stink first, right? So, so he would practice you know, alone. But then uh, the other way that he would practice is actually getting in front of people. And by doing those two things together, getting stage time and practice, you get better and better and raised to certain, you get raised to certain heights. Mm -hmm. So the thing that's odd about it is that you can't just practice and think you're going to get better and like, okay, now I'm good. Like you have to be vulnerable and willing to go out there, like not as great as you want to be and get stage time in order to get to where you want to go. Does that make sense? It, I don't know if I'm making sense here. No, like it I does. Just, it does. Where would you get that that feedback from, though? What what kind of people should you go in front of to begin with? Well, I, I think, you know, it, it kind of depends on your goals. So, you know, when I was starting out, quite frankly, so I'll talk if you're starting out. When I was starting out, I mean, I really went in front of anyone that would have me because I wanted the practice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the visibility, like I wanted my name to start getting around the Twin Cities area. And so if you're newer, I usually recommend you just like you go anywhere to any group that will have you. 
you know, as you get more seasoned, then you're being very strategic about groups that totally align with your mission and your business goals. Got it. Yeah. But it makes sense what I'm saying about how like the practice and the stage time are kind of like so interwoven. You can't separate one from the other. And don't be afraid to not be as good as you want to be before you get on stage. I mean, when I look back at some of my earlier presentations that I actually got great like feedback on, I kind of cringe now because I'm not that speaker any longer, but it was good enough for the time. So I look at it like the iPhone 3 and now we're on the iPhone, what, like 12 or something? (laughs) Yes, the 12. Right? So so it's like that. Imagine if Apple said, well, we're not going to put it out until we're at the 12. Right. Well, we all would have been waiting for the last 10 years. I that, mean, that doesn't make sense. And we would not have learned. And we would not have learned. And they would not have learned. So anytime we buy technology, actually, I think this is a great analogy. Okay. Anytime we buy technology, it's usually the, you know, there's a first version. There's a 1.0. And then that company puts it out there. They get feedback. Enough people like it. So they have customers and they're like, well, now we're going to do an upgrade. And now we're going to do 2.0 because we've learned what works better. It's the same with speaking. That is a great analogy. It yeah, really is. Yeah, I'm loving that. I'm going to have to use that more. Okay, so let's just review before we wrap up here. Yes. So there are four salient differences between a good speaker and a crazy good speaker. Number one, it is not about you. It's about your audience. Number two, follow a process. Okay, plan your message in advance and follow a process. Number three, the opening question you must ask yourself is not, what do I want to say? It's how do I want my listeners to feel, think, and act differently after they hear me speak? And I said opening question. I correct myself. I mean the planning question, the planning question. Mm -hmm. And then number four, practice, 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 and get stage time, stage time, stage time. Deirdre, where can listeners reach you if they've got questions or even comments about this? Yeah, well, I would love it if you subscribe to the podcast. I would love it if you leave a review and make some comments there. But if you want to interact with me directly, I hang out on LinkedIn. So please connect with me on LinkedIn. And of course, you can always go to our website, crazygoodtalks.com. Now ignite that spark you've been missing as a speaker. As Deirdre said, subscribe to the podcast. You can learn from her proven insights, sharpen and internalize your message, respect your audience and become a crazy good speaker. And yes, keep that feedback coming. Make your comments. You might even hear from Deirdre. I'm Patrice Sakora, And let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered in this podcast represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Accelerated Performance, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 